Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Sports Day with Gary Belcher and Scott Sattler. A couple of funny legends covering all things sport. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sorento has landed. And Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Welcome to the show. Nice to uh, to have your company. Nice to be here again. And, uh, the full season is over. However, there's a bit to come. Yeah, State of Origin, we're warming up for that. G'day, Scotty Sattler, how are you? I'm really good, Badge. Um, yeah, I, I think I agreed with you uh, as of Monday afternoon where I was a little bit flat after the grand final. Yeah. Not only because of the loss of the of the Penny Panthers, but also that's usually the season's finished and you're just starting to wind down. But I think by about Thursday or Friday, I'll be primed again. Ready for Origin. Can't wait to go to Adelaide, actually, for Origin 1. Yeah, you're, mm. you're heading to Adelaide. That's uh, that's huge. Um, we're going to have uh, all the latest NRL news in a few minutes. Chris Nelson with a Queensland Racing update. Uh, we're going to be joined by Glenn Boss, champion jockey, winner of the Cox Plate, and uh, gearing himself up for the Melbourne Cup coming mm. up pretty soon. What a... a uh, a great uh, Queenslander boss he is. Our, our hot topic tonight. Now, Katie Brown is going to join us. She's, um, she's, a, she's played some rugby league earlier this year. She's a rugby league journalist. And she posed the question on Twitter yesterday, do NRLW players deserve a premiership ring for playing a four-game competition? That's... <laughs> Tread warily. I know. <laughs> Tread warily. I'm kind of glad it came from Katie and not from... You or I, you can give us your opinion on that on Twitter at Sports Day NSW, NSW. or QLD. Yep, mm-hmm. beautiful. So you can get onto that. Uh, there is some some news around the NRL not charging Cameron Smith sets. Yeah, there is. We'll talk about it a little bit more as we get into the sports update. But uh, the NRL have come out and said that um, he won't be charged or cited for his comments towards uh, referee uh, Jared Sutton on the weekend, which came through the on-field mic. Uh, where he's basically questioning Sutton and the penalties that he was giving towards the back end of the game. Like he's, are you trying to even it up, make yeah. a good game of and it? Yeah, and the reason why the NRL can't, they can't charge him as well. So we'll get to that really soon. Alrighty, interesting mm. stuff. Uh, before we do, my, oh, actually, you can uh, give us a text as well if you want to at any time, 0477 736 736, or you can phone us, 1300 42 Time now for our footy update. Sports Day, Sports Update. Yes, for scottpack.com.au, turn unpaid invoices into cash, scottpack.com.au. Our State of Origin team, Sats, when when are we actually going to get the teams? Because they haven't got everyone in camp yet, have they? That's probably one of the issues. And it's probably different to most years' badge. Of course, we know they, each state... Names 18 and 19 players leading into the first game. Yeah, your final 18 or 19. Mm. 
But this year, for example, New South Wales, Freddie's named 27 players. Uh, I think he's going to use pretty much all of them throughout the Origin series as well, as will the Queensland um, coach Wayne Bennett and, and Mal Meninga. So, but I, I again, this year's been a lot different than than most years. So I I don't think we'll know the Origin team until maybe the Monday before next Monday before kickoff. Really? They'll know internally. Surely they. They'll know internally who's going to play, but I don't think we'll know until. Until the last couple of days. Haven't they got... No, nah, they're going to name us. Well, you think they might name a 19-man a squad or something and then whittle it yeah. down? Yeah. Well, I mean, James Tedesco, there's there's big concerns that Tedesco has still got another few days of recovery from that knee injury. He was in mm. a brace for a few weeks. Uh, I'm hearing that he won't play Origin 1. He will play Origin 2. And Pappenhausen really? wow. may, may wear the number one jersey for Origin 1. Well, yeah, yeah, that's right. So his knee was strapped up. James Tedesco running straight lines uh, away from the main group. So they uh, they they trained at Wyong today. The Blues still missing grand final players: Nathan Cleary, Jerome Luai, Stephen Crichton, Isaiah Yo. Yep. Uh, the four Panthers players and Josh Adokar, Dale Finucane, and Ryan Pappenhausen. They will arrive tomorrow. I just I don't know where I why I thought I just thought they were going to name the team tomorrow. So. Perhaps we have to wait for a, a few days longer than that from Freddie and co. And uh, the Maroons trained at Seabus Super Stadium on the Gold Coast this morning, and they're still waiting for their grand final star sets. Yeah, Munster, Kafusi, there's Branko Lee, there's Christian Welsh. Mind you, we didn't mention him yesterday. I thought Christian Welsh in the grand final, absolutely outstanding. He was very good. He's the one that he broke up Penrith's defence with those late offloads that he's been able to get into his game the mm. last sort of 12 or 18 months. Uh, Tino Fasumala'awi and Kurt Catewell as well. They'll join the group. Now, there are reports Cameron Munster was last seen in around Mount Isa. They, they don't know. <laughs> oh, no, don't they say don't that. They don't know how far away he is. Don't but, say uh, that. He's gone, they'll rope him he? in somehow. But, you know, there are some concerns around uh, Munster. New South Wales supporters would like to hear that Cameron Munster is still deciding whether he will opt for knee surgery or play through the Origin Series and get it at the end of the series. I think they'd like to hear that he's going to get knee surgery, but we don't know yet. So he's having a few days, I'd, like I'd, the rest of the grand finalists, a I'd few try days and get to through game over one. It. Badge, you know mm. how, I'd how like to think he would. it is to, wear, to win game one for New South Wales or Queensland. So I think if, you, if you've got a niggling injury, you're not quite sure what decision you, you want to make. I think play game one, make your decision after that. Mm. I think well, be the smart one. Well, Queensland's got some some big uh, gaps to fill out wide, especially. Yeah. Uh, there's talk about Branko and Edric Lee, their cousins, um, both to win spots in the in the back line at yeah. centre and uh, wing, respectively. Um, and Branko, especially after he helped Melbourne to uh, to win the grand final. Um, Dane Gagai, he'll be out there somewhere out wide. But uh, I mentioned of South Sydney teammate Corey Allen, but he's he's in the squad, but he's unavailable for game one. He's suspended. Yeah, Val mm. Holmes is unavailable for game one. Michael yeah. Morgan is out. There's a lot of players unavailable and missing for for one game or more. So uh, we won't know for a day or more yeah. what the team's going to be. So Badge, um, we're talking off the top of the show around Cameron Smith and um, the comments towards the referee Jared Sutton on the weekend. Uh, the comments were around the, the last penalties you've been giving away, the, the sort of nitpicking. We all want to see an exciting finish. I get that. But... Wasn't it when Jerome Hughes was sin binned? Yes. Yeah. So it's... there was nine minutes to go. Yeah. And um, he's sort of more or less saying, 
or implying that Jared Sutton is giving penalties, so the the, the finish can be a lot more entertaining mm. and a lot more exciting. Now, um, Bill Harrigan's come out and said, if I was the referee, I mean, what he refereed ten grand finals has never been scared of of putting making a big decision. Powerful players uh, in the um, in the sin bin. He, he says, oh, I've put Talis and Tuvi. Even mentioned your mate Jacko. I've put Jackson into the into the uh, sin bin for calling me a cheat. Now he's saying that he didn't call, he didn't imply that Jared Sutton was a cheat, Cameron Smith, but he was sort of questioning his integrity as a referee. He believes he would have been, he would have sin binned him. Now, the match committee who are who decide who is charged out of games, they decided not to charge Cameron Smith, and as part of the the constitution or the rules of the NRL is that they can't override the match committee. But Andrew Abdel has come out publicly. The, who, who, the match committee can't. No, the NRL can't override the match committee. And and but do we know why the match committee decided well, not to? I mean, earlier this year, Ivan Cleary was fined he was. twenty grand for a an implication that the the referee was was doing similar. That now I know that happened after in his press conference, so he had a bit of time to think about it. Um, Cam's was in the heat of the battle. I thought maybe that was part of the reason mm. why, but. It was a fine line there. Yeah, there are some. There's some arguments surrounding whether the audio is as clear as as what everyone's um, implying, mm. uh, and th- because because of what Ivan said was at a press conference and it's there for all to hear. Uh, there are some arguments here yeah, that that what Cameron s- said uh, it could be it could be debated about what the actual wording was. Now, uh, Andrew Abdo has come out publicly this afternoon saying that he was really disappointed with with what he believes Cam said. And he'll be making a personal call to Cameron Smith himself to uh, to relay that message. Mm. So, yeah, he's, he's got off Cam Smith. What do you think? Should he have uh, been sin-binned at least? Um, 0477-736-736 is our text line. Or you can call us, one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. Get into a debate with Sats and I. All about that. Do you think Cam Smith is a protected species? As some do. I certainly don't, but... Some think that he's, uh, he does more refereeing than the actual referees do. Tell us what uh, your thoughts are. Give us a call on Sports Day. Now, Kyle Flanagan, Sats, has signed a new deal with the Canterbury Bulldogs. This is uh, last night. I think it was yesterday the Roosters announced that they had officially let him go. Yep. They're still going to pay a chunk of his salary next season. Yeah. Um, three years. Uh, I'm not sure whether it's two years and an option, whatever it may be. But you know whether it's whether you agree it's the right decision or not for the Sydney Roosters. They they've obviously looked at the style of Kyle Flanagan and believe that moving forward, that it's not the style of play they want. Now the argument against that badge is that he had a terrific season. He's second in the the top point scorer of the year. Was leading the competition for a large part of the year. That yes. uh, point scoring uh, point scorer of the year. So yeah, you know, when you look at that, he hasn't had a bad season. He's had a very good season when you look at the point scoring. But, as I said, the Roosters are looking at the style. They want, to, they want to try and get Sam Walker into the NRL. They are apprehensive about using another rookie. Kyle Flanagan was regarded as a rookie. We keep hearing the rumours of Mitch Pearce returning to the Roosters to try and mentor and educate Sam Walker into the NRL, which would be a smart move. But yeah. I think it'd be a, a silly move by Newcastle to allow that to happen. I think... Yeah, they don't have a ready-made replacement there for for Mitch Pearce to to move into. So, but this is a good signing for the Bulldogs. Sharks really made, good signing. Apparently, the Sharks made a late play for yep. him as well. And um, yeah, the Roosters have also got Lachlan Lamb. Lachlan in there, Lamb, who, in that 
they're starting Zone to position two. a little bit more as a hooker as well. So a little mm. bit of a number fourteen with you the Bulldogs. Make those tough decisions you as do. a coach, and, and you can't keep everyone. And badge, you, you, we start talking about: is there enough depth around to whether it's expand or you know, is there enough talent for sixteen teams? Well, now you're starting to see the Bulldogs have got Nick Cotrick, they've got a new coach in Trent Barrett, um, they've also got Kyle Flanagan, who's a a genuine point scorer. When you're talking about scoring tries, they pretty much turn from four into six, don't they? Yeah. Um, and then they're looking at possibly getting a Matty Burton from the Bulldogs as well. So straight away, you've got three key players there that that represent um, points on the scoreboard, something that the Bulldogs really struggled um, to do over the last couple of years. Mm. I mentioned off the top, we're, uh, we on, you can get us on Twitter and we'll give you an update as we go at Sports Day NSW or at Sports Day QLD uh, around should NRLW players after only four games be awarded premiership rings, and this is uh, this was brought up by Katie Brown, who is an NRL journalist. She actually played uh, for South Sydney this year, and she uh, she tossed this one up in the last couple of days following the uh, the weekend's results. Um, now, St George have uh, yeah they confirm Boasa yep. Farmacilli for the next couple of years. Um, Melbourne Storm. Skipper Cam Smith played the final two months of the year with a chronic shoulder injury. He needed pain-killing injections to train, yeah. let alone play. Mm. So they kept that quiet. Now, that was in round 12 against the Knights when he did his AC job. Scored joint. a try. Mm. Yeah, he scored a try. He backed up and was given a ball and, and it was the last sort of 20 metres. He just got to the try line, landed on the, the point of his shoulder. From memory, I'm pretty sure it was his left shoulder. And Badge, it probably makes a little bit of sense in the 80th minute in the grand final, Nathan Cleary scores a try. Steps off his left foot, goes on the inside of which player who misses him cold, Cameron Smith, on his left side. Now, that left shoulder is, I'm pretty sure that's the one that was that was receiving needles. And even if it's not, does a missed tackle like that badge, who he doesn't miss many tackles, does he? We never see no, him really doesn't. singled out or isolated for missing a tackle. If it's because of the shoulder... Does that start making you believe my body is not as healthy as what it used oh, to be? He's had just he's virtually had no, no injuries. injuries. I'm starting to get niggles, whatever it may be. I've got to carry oh. these injuries. I've got to get needles. Missing a tackle badge yes, in a grand final sort of thing. Does that start saying to yourself, you know what? These players are getting younger and younger. Happened to me, but I played for two more years after but that. The, but badge, there is a there is. Can you recall one moment in your career when you started saying to yourself? And I'll, I'll let you, while you think of it, okay, in 2004, I, I believe in my last year, I was meant to play in 2005 at the Tigers as well. I was contracted. In 2004, I felt as I was going really well. I was having a good season. Um, I was 32. I was playing all the games and, you know, I was playing every minute as well. And I thought my form was really good. And about three quarters of the way through the season, we are playing the Roosters. And Ryan Cross, who's a good young centre, mm. he just ran to my outside shoulder. I just moved across to tackle him, and he just burnt me for speed. I didn't even get a, a glove on him. I went, hang on a sec. I'd usually make those those tackles in the line. And then I ran a ball up, and I tried to drive myself through the tackle. And a young forward, Mick Crocker, just grabbed me by the collar, and he just ragdolled me like you're, like you're trying to do your sheet on your bed. <laughs> and I remember going back and watching the video and thinking, what's going on there? Like, that yeah. doesn't usually happen. That was the decision when I said to myself, you know what, I, 
I can't compete with these yeah, young players. Very, very similar to me. Really yeah. similar to me. I, was it like I a just, kick return? Uh, I just, I'd, I'd try to beat players on the outside. Like they normally just get around and they were catching me. Yeah. The same guys that a couple of years before I'd, I'd beaten. So I'd sort of. And did of you try and lie to yourself for a while and say that I'm going okay? Or? No, I, what I tried, what I just said, I've got to get through to the end of the year. I yep. just have to get there and then see. You know, and I thought maybe I could keep playing, but. And no, what year was that bad? Was that 93? Yep. Unfortunately, my last year. Um, has Cam Smith made his mind up? No, we don't think so. But um, maybe you we'll, don't think we'll find so. It. He hasn't. No, I oh, know he hasn't. He just hasn't. Really? And people, has people he told keep, you that? People keep speculating. No, he yes, he has said I haven't made my mind up. He said that so to I you believe Cameron you're Smith. It public now, no, he said it in the in the yep. press continuously. So anyone that says I think I know what he's doing, I think they're full of it because so do they don't know. So do you think the Melbourne Storm? Have just they're just holding a million dollars off their salary cap in case. Yeah, I, really. They, they he does has not made his mind up. If I was a general, do you not, do you I, not believe what Cameron Smith says? Do no. you think he's just no? Full I'm not saying no. I'm not saying he's full of well, it. I'm saying why he's, would he lie? he's playing a great poker face, and he needs to because he he doesn't want to make it about himself through this but back what, end of the season. Well, why wouldn't he tell us now then if he's retired? Because he's celebrating at the moment. Oh come on, he yeah. has no sense. I just Give I, him some space. if I'm Frank Panisi, I'm sitting back months ago. At least two months ago, and saying, "Cam, listen, love you, love what you've done for the club, but we need to know what's going on because we got to we got to sort out our salary cap." Yeah, I know, but I think what they said yep. was, "Cam, out of respect for everything you've done, we'll wait till you make a decision." Mm. I think it. I think That's it. Backs, what they've told us. I think it backs him to a corner that could actually put them in a downward spiral for a number of years if they hold yep. a, set, a set amount of money, and all of a sudden he says no, and they don't fulfil that. Or if they have Those to let positions. Harry Grant or someone yeah, go. Yeah, or and, Brandon and, Smith or yeah. whatever. True. Okay. What do you reckon? Is he going? Is he staying? We don't know. But uh, you can have a punt if you want. Once again, 0477-736-736. Hey, um, did you think Cam Smith was a chance of a good chance at half time when they were up 22-0 of getting the, the uh, Clive Churchill medal? Yeah, it's interesting you say that, Badgers. Um, myself and my, my friends who were, were sitting around discussing who's the best at the moment. And, and the three players that I threw up was... I thought Isaiah Yo, even though they're twenty-two nil down, I thought he was one of the best on the field. Uh, I thought Jerome Hughes, and yeah, Cam Smith was the next. And it was only because he scored that try, just had the nous to. As soon as the ball hit the ground, he just picked it up and scooted yeah. over and scored the try right on the on the um, on the break at the halftime break. I thought, yeah, he was in the top three or four players on the field. Well, a betting agency paid out. He was paying. Yeah, a, I saw this. He was paying a dollar an eight. But they paid out for all those people that had, you know, the multis and whatever, including that, uh, to to win the, for him to win the Clive Churchill. Uh, they paid out a little over five million dollars oh, to the people that uh, that that had Cam Smith uh, getting the Clive because Churchill, and then they would have had to. Badge, can you bet on that live, like on the go? I don't think so. You no, can't. I don't. I don't think you can bet on. I don't. I don't bet I, on it. But I don't I, think you can bet on it once the game's underway. I was just sort of thinking if. You know, if Cam Smith was the favourite throughout the game, then they pay out on it. It forces people to then watch the second half and realise something like Pappenhausen is going so well, so they load up again. Yeah. On other players or whatever it may be, well, but it's five hundred. What was it? Five million dollars that would have been in their own pocket. Yes, exactly. If they not, just showed their composure. Not sure about how that uh, how that one worked. Rightio, uh, that was our sports update for scottpack.com.au. Finance that keeps your business moving. Turn unpaid invoices into cash or access funding to build your fleet, scottpack.com.au. Let's get to some racing news now with Chris Nelson. 
now on Sports Day. Time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is racing. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. It's everyone's favourite part of the day. Chris Nelson joins us. G'day, Chris. Without doubt. Good uh, day to you, Jason. I hope everything's going well. (laughs) Mate, everything is. What's going on with Racing Queensland this week? Well, I mentioned uh, yesterday we've got plenty of meetings uh, coming up towards the end of this week, a little bit quiet uh, around the uh, middle part of the week. But on the weekend, we've got some really good country meetings. We go to Home Hill, beautiful part of the world, uh, on Saturday afternoon. We've got uh, the Country Cups Challenge Qualifier and we have the Country Stampede Qualifier. And don't forget, we're getting closer to the finals day for that. That is on the 5th of December at Doombin during the Summer Carnival. And as I mentioned, uh, there's no Sunshine Coast meeting on Sunday afternoon. That's, of course, being held over to Melbourne Cup Day. Innisfail will host uh, a big day instead. That's a TAB meeting. We have the Coral Coast Shield. Now, there's three separate Coral Coast Shield qualifiers, an open over 1,500 worth 35K, an open over 900 worth 25K, and a Phillies and Mares over 1,500 over 25K. Now, I mentioned the Sunshine Coast holding over to Melbourne Cup Day. There's 12 meetings across Queensland on Melbourne Cup Day. So if you can't get out to one of those and enjoy yourself, at least you can try and back a winner and watch them on the telly. Yep. All right, mate. Sounds good. I love a good country meeting. Uh, For the latest Queensland racing news meetings and form, visit racingqueensland.com.au. Get racing. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Thanks, mate. We'll do it again tomorrow. Look forward to it. Thanks, Jase. And thank you, gentlemen. Hey, a couple of things before we get to the breaks. That's our Twitter poll around uh, whether NRLW players should get a ring, a premiership ring, yes, after just four games? Pretty much split down the middle. 54% says no, don't deserve a ring just yet. 46% says yes, it's what the NRL set, four-round four competition. So yep. some some are saying that, yeah, they should get a ring, but probably not valued the same as the NRL because the NRL men's generates more money. Yep. So there's a lot of really good arguments around it. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, so yeah, three games and then a grand final. Uh, what are you... Think about that uh, at Sports Day NSW or at Sports Day QLD. A text here. G'day, fellas. A breath of fresh air we can hear in Melbourne. Oh, they'd love anything down in Melbourne at the moment, wouldn't they? Welcome, Melbourne. Lovely. Yeah, welcome back to the real world at midnight tonight. Lovely to be able to hear live the whinging and moaning about our great storm from those up north. I don't know who's whinging and moaning. We're excited about their uh, their performance. Loving it. Go, Storm. Cheers, Paul from, uh, from Melbourne. Melbourne. Mm. Good stuff. Alrighty, uh, we'll be getting a break. When we come back, Katie Brown, NRL journalist. Well, she's the one that tossed up that Twitter poll of ours around premiership rings for the NRL W players. We'll get to her straight after this. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed and red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Now, Hot Topic time. Our Hot Topic is for Pharmacy Sleep Services. Test yourself for sleep apnea. It's a somewhat controversial Hot Topic. It also forms our Twitter poll uh, and it emanated from this lady, Katie Brown from NRL.com, also a, uh, a rugby league player, is on the line now because you tossed up a, a, uh, a Twitter poll or a Twitter question yesterday, Katie, and uh, we're going to ask you more about it. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Jens. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, it's quite well, you... controversial. 
It is uh, around, well, do NRLW players deserve a premiership ring for playing a four-game competition? I'm glad it came from you and not me. What what brought this about? <laughs> There's been heaps of discussion over the last couple of years, and I think for some people are too scared, which they should be, to say anything publicly. <laughs> but it is a good discussion. I am personally all for women. Um, receiving a ring, whether it's a medal, a ring, um, they get a premiership trophy. There was just mixed reviews about, I'll just give them a medal. And I said, well, a medal is the same thing as a ring. You've still got to put cost into it. Uh, so it sort of sparked a debate. And I thought, well, why not ask what other people feel? And it was really interesting. A lot of people have been really supportive and said, well, it's out of the women's control that they have a four-game competition. Um, and then others have said, well, no, the competition's a joke and they shouldn't. So I think it's quite unfair, to be honest. We put a poll up ourselves on our uh, Sports Day NSW and Sports Day QLD, Katie, and it's it's split down the middle at the moment, about 54%, uh, 46%, 54 to 56% saying, no, they don't deserve a ring, the the NRL women's. But um, what's your thoughts surrounding the season requiring more rounds? Do you think that will happen in 2021? Do you think that'll convince more rugby league fans that uh, a ring should be presented? Oh, yeah, for sure. And it was supposed to be six rounds this year, but COVID stopped that. Um, So I think in 2021, they cannot have a competition. So basically, it's three rounds. You only get to play four games if you play in the grand final. Mm. Um, They can't have that again. They have to at least play each other twice, or they've got to expand it into a a round-robin fixture where they can play each other three times and then have a final series or twice and then a final series it's just it's not enough but the same problem we have in the nrl before it was the nrl is problems with the state competitions and at the end of the day only the players suffer and they shouldn't be questioned for whether they deserve a ring or not the the focus should be on the nrl and the nrlw to make it into a product and put the money behind it into something where these women are uh, are going to be respected for what they're doing. And they, they take so much time off work and all these sacrifices. And we, I know we've heard that word a million times this year, but they're doing it because they want the next generation of women to not have to go through what they're going through. And, and you, found out, you found out yourself, Katie, uh, about the, the sacrifices and the effort that goes into training and play and actually getting out there for your first game for South Sydney uh, mid-season. <laughs> Tell us about that. Yeah, I've, I've been watching the girls, and this is a classic example of uh, you can't be what you you can't see. And I would actually tried Aussie rules when I was on the Gold Coast because I saw <laughs> the AFLW, and um, and I loved it. It was so fun. And then, so, yeah, I watched the NRLW, and I thought, righto, well, Dean Witters took over South. I said, I want to I see what these girls put themselves through. And that was a wake-up call because those... Those pads, those those tackling pads are pretty kind and on the field. Nah, those bodies don't feel like tackling pads. They don't hit back, do they, <laughs> the tackling <laughs> pads? Yeah. I yeah. broke my nose in the second game, so I've, I'm, I'm capped at two games right now. Uh, Dino <laughs> didn't put me back on after that, but I'll definitely play again next year if I can. Right. Well, listen, we really appreciate you tossing that poll up, and we've uh, we've piggybacked on the uh, on on. Uh, on, the, on the back of that. And when you decide to do one around the Dally M medal, should the girls get the Dally M medal? Um, yeah. Let us know, Katie. Well, or what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I, I don't agree, actually. I reckon they, they 
shouldn't have a dalium. I think um, they, it should be called after a female player. No disrespect to Daly Messenger. What he did for the game was incredible, but that's why I think it, it shouldn't be for a, a female as well. Um, and their, their season is shortened, but it would be nice to be named after uh, an influential female figure. I know we've got the Tasha Gale competition. We've got so many incredible women who have played that game and done so much, like Steph Hancock, Ryan Sims, who are more recent. Uh, that's what I, that's what I yeah, think. Murphy I don't know what well, you guys yeah. think. Well, for the, for the listeners out there, Katie, the, the Clive Churchill medal equivalent for the the NRL women's is the Karen Murphy medal, um, if I'm yeah. staying corrected. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Who was a, a great pioneer for, for women's rugby league, wasn't she? Oh, the, yeah. And she's still working in the game with the integrity unit now. Yes. Poor thing's always pretty busy. But, yeah, I mean, she played for for our country and um, she's been such an asset to the game. And, and I loved when – I actually got to, to be there the day where she was named at the um, grand final – MVP would be called the Karen Murphy medal and she just couldn't believe it. But that's the thing, right? Like, I mean, they're so humble and just want the best for women. And it's going to take time. We saw it in the men's game. I mean, in the early 90s, it, it wasn't what it is today, right? So got to be patient, but it's really got to keep moving because if we don't keep pushing the boundaries, it's just going to go backwards. And it's great that you did this interview with your headgear on as well. Well done. Any mouth guard Any mouth guard <laughs> Katie Brown, thank you, uh, thank you very much for that, and uh, onwards and upwards for the uh, for the women's game. We do appreciate your uh, your contribution to Sports Day. Thanks, uh, thanks once again. Thanks so much, Jen. Have a good one. See you. That's our hot topic, our red hot topic tonight for pharmacy sleep services. Always tired? Visit your local pharmacy and test yourself for sleep apnea. That Twitter poll again, Sats. How do you get on? Uh, sports day, at Sports Day NSW or at Sports Day QLD. Or just text us on 0477-736-736. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. When we come back, the great man, Glenn Boss, the, ri- the rider of the winner of the Cox Plate, will join us. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477-736-736. That's 0477-736-736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. And red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Yeah, you're back with Sports Day. Badge and Sats here with you on a Tuesday night. And uh, time to focus. We'll get off the footy for a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk about great Australians. For Aussie Made, it's important to buy Australian right now. Time to catch up with this man. At the 150, it's Armory. Sir Dragon A coming at Armory. Armory and Sir Dragon A. Sir Dragon A takes the lead, coming clear and joins a century of legends. Sir Dragon A for Bossy. Won the Cox Plate from Armory. Russian Camelot for the photo. Mugger 2 and Arcadia Queen from Brobabeel. A great race. And a fantastic ride from our, our guest, Glenn Boss. Bossy, how are you? Good evening, lads. How are you both? Really good. Very good, very good. Uh, it was a great ride. Um, and the salute as you went over the line, uh, I believe you're not too bothered about that, that little fine you got for doing that. You'd be pretty <laughs> excited at the time. Yeah, just a lot of excitement. You know, I've just won the 100th edition of the uh, Cox Plate and um, it's arguably, what, arguably our best race in Australia, you know, with the Cup. So, um, yeah, no, it was pretty pretty great moment for me, that's for certain. 
Fantastic. Yeah, well, your fourth Cox played, I believe. You did seem pretty emotional afterwards, um, after that win on Sir Dragon I. What, Dragon A, why was that? Oh, mate, these are grand finals. You know, these are majors. Um, I don't see too many blokes not celebrating when they win at Augusta or something like that, or, or win, win at Wimbledon. It's, it's, that's, this, is what, this is what it means, so it's not that hard, no. Yeah, yeah, no doubt at all. Now, um, you, you have uh, talked about the Melbourne Cup coming up and you're on, on the same horse. You're, and I think I read the other day, you, you believe it's uh, uh, looking really good for top four. He's in good nick, isn't it? Yeah, no, listen, he's, he's done very well. Like, you can tell he'd done well. Like, even under the way he pulled up, mate, look, we're talking five or ten minutes after that race, he'd really come back to his own. And it was a great sign, Um because obviously these races aren't hard to hard to win, and there's a lot of effort from these horses that are put in. He just simply showed that he didn't. He did that quite easily. So the, the reports are for, since he's done very well. Um, actually, the run has probably done him more good than more good than harm. So yeah, I, I can't wait for next Tuesday because I, I'm pretty confident if he gets the right conditions, he's going to be um, he's going to be hard to beat. Yeah, Glenn, educate us on. The decisions you've had to make during COVID and approaching the, the spring carnival. Oh, listen, we've been really fortunate. Um, it's, our, our, our racing industry, it kept going right through the whole thing. And, and we were pretty fortunate in early days when this, is, when this outbreak was happening that we were in a position where we're not a contact sport. Um, you know, it's, it's sort of, you can isolate people easily uh, in our sport. So we were able to keep that going, and obviously, you know, through a lot of management from the top to the even to the bottom, uh, a lot of careful management that we were able to keep this thing going. And um, and I don't think I've heard of a case in racing of COVID, positive COVID. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, people took it very seriously, and um, you know, at one time there was we were virtually the only sport that was actually going on anywhere. So um, it was difficult because. I mean, oh, geez, when I say it's difficult, it, it, we kept going, so we we're fortunate. Mm. But you know, it, we it was just it's difficult for everybody. Geez, I'm not going to sit here and say it was tough for me because um, I still had a job to go to and and still had things to do. So um, there were so many more people that you know we must think about that, that through this trying times. But we've, we were just fortunate, mate. But, but like a lot of people in other sports, you've had to be away from home. For a while, that that's got its challenges, hasn't it? Oh yeah, but listen, at the end of the day, like it's a, it, that's a very small trade-off, you know, to to keep your sport going. You know, like I heard, you know, you know, yes, it's difficult to be away from family, but it, that's your job at the end of the day, you, you, and and you have a choice too. Like you can either you can not do it right. Mm. Um, no one's put a gun to your head and said, listen, you have to go and do this. So you you, you know you have a choice. Um, you know, you know. I listened to the, the grand final of football and all that, and, it, and yeah, obviously that being away from Victoria and all those things, yeah, that, that's that's definitely comes into it. But listen, at the end of the day, like I, I think it's a very, very minor trade off to what actually went on. We seen two amazing grand finals on the weekend with footy, and, and, and almost everything sort of just pales in, in a little bit insignificance when you when you see those great moments of, of what went on and what we witnessed, like. Two super grand finals, weren't they? You know, and yeah, um, the best and the two best teams going toe to toe. Like so, um, I thought for mine, I think it looked it, it was a fitting end to what was a really tough year. Other in our like for the football, I'm talking about just now. Like 
you know, it seemed like the two best teams were at the grand final on both coats. Um, and, and as far as racing goes, it's we've seen a, a great Cox play on the weekend and it looks like we're going to see one of the best mm. Melbourne Cups we've seen for years um, as far as horse plates go and going into this race. So it's going to well, be pretty exciting. Well, there's more than two of the best horses going toe-to-toe next Tuesday. And if you do get the right conditions and the right run as well with Sir Dragon, eh, who's the biggest threat? Anthony Van Dyke, for sure. Um, I, I thought he's, he's... I know he's got a big weight, but for mine, I'm predicting the winner will come from the top uh, six to eight. I think they're just very classy horses. Um, so I'm thinking the weight spread is not going to be a massive thing this year because I think the, the class horses up the top are very, very good horses. And his trial, um, what you call we call a trial, his, his run in the Caulfield Cup was one of the better runs I've seen going towards the Melbourne Cup. So... Yeah, I think um, when he gets the big stretches of Flemington, as you know, these Europeans, they like those conditions. Um, mm. And um, from all reports, he's just thriving down at Werribee. So in my opinion, he's the horse to beat. Yeah. Uh, another Melbourne Cup day for you. I'm not sure if you're keeping count how many <laughs> there've been, but this will be a bit strange with no crowds. That's going to be quite odd, isn't it, on uh, on Tuesday, next Tuesday? Yeah, it's it's very eerie. Um it's very eerie, actually. Um, like, Mooney Valley on Saturday was crazy strange. But, um, yeah, it, I mean, it is what it is. Um, we just go through the process of what we normally do. And, 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 and to be quite honest, guys, when, it is a bit eerie when you're in the enclosure, when there's not many people around. But as soon as you get over, as soon as you leave the enclosure and get over the neck and you go to the barriers, that all becomes exactly how it was before you know it's just about you and the horse about you going through the processes and make sure that you do all the right things before you get the barriers and as soon as the gates open it, that's just normal for us right um it's the before and after which is 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 strange um so you know it's it's for us it's it's a there's a lot of normalities there for us um which keep it you know for us, like I said, very normal, I suppose. Yeah, well, you're the first person that we've spoken, that I've spoken to at least, since they've announced that the lockdown's going to finish around midnight tonight. Is there a decided shift in the mood down there, a bit a bit uplifting for everyone? Oh, absolutely. It's what everyone's talking about at the moment. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously the restrictions are going to take place and they're going to be, like, you know, there's obviously still going to be a lot of restrictions on the restrictions, but... It's it's a listen. There's light at the end of the tunnel, isn't it? And I think Victorians have been just locked up for so long, and everyone's got a lot of people at breaking point at the moment. So I think it's just you know now this has given them hope that there is whatever they've done is they've done the right thing, and you know everyone hopefully will come out of this, um, and hopefully in six months time we'll look back on this and just you know it'll be just a, a forgotten memory. Hopefully, hope so. Hope so. Well, one thing that hasn't changed right through the whole COVID, I reckon, might be your 2am phone calls from Alan Langer. Is Alfie still annoying you? Yeah, we um, we talk constantly. Um, yeah, he, <laughs> he doesn't annoy me, actually. <laughs> but, um, no, we um, we have an amazing respect for each other. We're great mates. And, um, yeah, I mean, they've gone into camp now for the origin, so... Um, yeah, he's, he's concentrating on his job there, but um, as the Minister for Entertainment for, for Queensland. He is. I know he is. <laughs> um, but no, he's, he, I've had, yeah, we, I've spoke to Alan after the weekend. He was pretty wrapped, and um, I said she spoke to him on the, before that. I, I thought the horse was going to be pretty hard to beat, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he's happy about that as well. Yeah, good stuff. All right, mate, we really appreciate you joining us on Sports Day. Uh, champion Cox Plate uh, winning jockey Glenn Boss. Thanks, mate.
Mate, thanks, guys. Thank you very much. And good luck on uh, on Tuesday on Sir Dragon A. That's our, uh, our Aussie of the Month on Sports Day for Aussie Made. Look for the trusted Australian made logo to be sure it's authentically Australian made. Up next, the uh, the sillier side of things in sport. That's ridiculous. Sports Day for Kia. The all new Kia Sorento has landed. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. We're back. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sorento has landed. And red energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Sure does. Good on your tubes. Um, before, actually, before we do that, Sats, you've got a text there from Ben. Yeah, got a lot of text messages, 0477-736-736, about Cameron Smith, about uh, NRLW receiving our premiership ring. But this one's about Cameron Smith. G'day, boys. Ben from Port Macquarie. Love the show. If Cameron Smith was $1.08 at halftime to win the Clive Churchill medal, you can obviously bet during the match live because there's not a chance anyone would start that price unless it was under sixes. Ah. Because I think he so and Nathan true, Cleary, I think they were the favourites leading in at about four fifty five dollars. Yeah, so yeah. true. And mm. when they're up twenty two nil, okay, yeah, there you go. You must be able to bet on the run there. And I had no idea about that because um, I don't do it. Right, that's ridiculous. Time sats. Um, this is crazy. Uh, rugby union penalty goals, three points. Yep, two points for a conversion. Uh, now there's been a five point conversion in rugby union. It was at a at a tens, like a break, like a Bermuda World Tens tournament, the mm-hmm. inaugural. You know what they've done? What they they give you a conversion jeopardy. So if you score a try, depending on how far back you take it, you get more points into kicking it from different zones. So if you take it back, I don't know if it's fifty or sixty meters. You can get a five point. You think shot the closer goal. the try line would be harder because of the tighter angle. Maybe you do actually. Yeah. If you score in the corner, maybe they, if you only take it back five meters, you'll get the full. Five. Oh, that could be it. Anyway, you get different points for it. Do you like that? No. In a tens tournament, that's a bit. Oh, of a yeah. Hit no, in, a, in a in Not a novelty, in a I don't stuff. mind it. Yeah. But so imagine if you're behind. You might be behind by like nine the points nines or whatever. Yeah, you're, you're behind by nine points. You score right at the end. You get five for a try, and you can kick a five point. Yeah, actually, I don't mind it as a go. novelty. Yeah. There you go. What I do you think, Toobs? Toobs? What do you reckon? Come on, that's ridiculous. Oh, he doesn't like okay. it. He well, doesn't I'm like going to run with that one. Okay, uh, mine is, uh, I've got two real quick ones. A Melbourne Storm wearing ski goggles. Oh, that's about the champagne getting in your eyes. Yeah, and... Toobs, would have you worn them after a grand final? Come on, that's ridiculous. Yeah, no, Toobs wouldn't have worn them he after wants a grand, grand final. Yeah, but this is a, a really good one. Richmond CEO, uh, Brendan Gale. Now, this is in 2010. He's a former player. As I said, he's now still the CEO. And this is a prediction that he made as part of a discussion and debate with former AFL great Gary Lyon. I make no apologies for the fact we want to be the best football club. We want to be you the greatest. Some flack. You cop some flack about the fact that you, you put the, or you, a document, an internal document that got out earlier than you would have liked, yep. spoke of a membership target of 75,000, yep. three flags in 2020 and this, over this five-year plan or 10-year ten ten year period. It starts with a vision and we're not here just to compete. No one is. There's no point. You might as well pack up and go, no, I'm not embarrassed. I'm actually proud of that. And we've got a vision to compete and to be the best. The best on the field, the best off the field. If we're not, if we're not locked into that, we might as well pack up and go home. Three premierships and 100,000 members. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Nailed it. For Aussie Mm. made, that's ridiculous. Shop for authentic Aussie products. The Australian made kangaroo certification. 
is the logo of the Nation Trust. This is Sports Day for Kia. Sats and Badge, the all-new Kia Sorento, has landed. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping Badge and Sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.